episode 573 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast for you if you play Magic the Gathering, whether you currently have health insurance or you don't. <laughs> I knew it was coming. It was yep. going to be a Megan Life update, yep. and here there it you is. Go. Uh, well, I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. Megan, why don't you talk about what's going on with you today? Well... As, as you might have guessed from that, yeah. um, I mm-hmm. am currently without health insurance. Yikes. Why? If only I could answer that question for you. Unbelievable. <laughs> the answer is that I logged in to pay my premium uh, in at the beginning of January. As you do. Um, and discovered that, in fact, I was not enrolled in my health insurance, despite having a letter from the end of last year saying, if you would like to continue your health insurance, here's your enrollment info and just do nothing. Unreal. It has been a nightmare. You've been on hold for a while before you got into the uh, oh, studio today. There is... Okay. Do you want to do the music for us? Oh, I've, I can't... You know, I, the thing is, is that I'm going to make better music than what I was listening to oh, because yeah. that Sick is hold music. <laughs> it's like... It sounds like a Mario level right now. Wow. See, I'm doing it better justice than it deserves. Wow. Nintendo, give us a call. So anyways, if you work at Minsure, drop me a line. Yeah, seriously. That's spooky stuff right there. It is a nightmare. This is what being an independent contractor, creator, freelance life person is it's like. what it means that's part of it unfortunately yes um but we can do it because of all of your support and yeah um all of our support will once again get megan back into healthcare. hopefully before exactly. too long fingers crossed baby fingers crossed on today's show we are not only mourning megan's loss of health care for a little while thank you uh that's why i'm wearing black but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're also going to talk about ravnica remaster yes which just uh, comes, which comes out. Um, we're recording this episode uh, a little bit early, but it comes out on the twelfth of January. So tomorrow, it will, it will have, when we're recording, yeah, it will have come out for you. And I hope you all take your chance and avail yourself of this fine set. We went and did a draft, and it was super fun. And we're going to tell you about our experience, kind of give you a little review of the format. If you're going to buy a box, play with your friends, or head over to your LGS, yeah. I've got my deck right here in this fabulous box. I'm yeah. I want you all right now in, this one. in your in your brains to guess my draft record based on Ooh. the energy my box is giving off alone. All right. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Put it in the chat. All right. What Put do it you in think? the Discord. What do you think this deck is that's in here? Can you feel its aura? Um, anyway, we're mm, talking to you about that. I'm trying to feel its aura, but I was there, so I'm cheating. Yeah, so you know, uh, we also yeah. we got some packs we, for yeah, some have- wins. And we're going to crack them for you. See yeah. what's inside. And we'll also just talk about the experience of being at an LGS draft again. Yes. Do you know what? I had such a freaking delightful time. Wasn't it so fun? It was so fun. We it went, was so nice. We went to Lodestone Coffee and Games. Shout yeah. out to Lodestone. They're a fantastic store if you're in the Minneapolis area. And everybody who plays there is just so nice. They're so nice. All the staff is so nice. Everyone was so nice. And it was uh, pretty busy. And they said they've been yeah. selling these drafts really well, which made me very happy. Which is very cool. Yeah. Um, I played against so... I played against so many lovely people. Um, I talked to them. I talked to one player who just started with Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. Last year, which <gasps> is very cool. Alert. Cool. Yeah. Um, I talked to someone who we were talking about, like, who mostly drafts on Arena now. Yep. Um, and we were talking about, like, current draft formats. Um, and then, yeah, 
my last opponent was also just really lovely and nice. I played somebody who was a Good Luck High Five listener and wow. who had been a listener since back when we were Magic the Amateuring. Whoa. And told me they listened to us on a marathon, nothing but us and limited resources, from Minneapolis all the way to Albuquerque at a GP. Wow. So shout out to them. Thumbs up. Great listener. What a drive. I know. 15 hours. Only 15? I feel like it would be longer. I don't know. I mean, they made that drive, so I'm not going to refute <laughs> what actually happened to them. So we're so happy that you listened to us and hopefully kept your yeah. sanity on that drive to Albuquerque. Also, if you um, are a new patron in the past week, we will catch up yes. at the end of January with thank yous to all of our new patrons. Because as we said, we are recording this a little bit early. Yeah. So this episode, next episode are going to be patronless, uh, punless episodes. But oh. when we get back after three weeks, we want to have a whole lot of puns to do wow. on everybody who's a five dollar tier or more the despair of a punless episode yeah. <laughs> whatever will you do that sounds like a new york times best-selling title <laughs> the, the despair, despair of, of a, a punless episode, episode. yeah uh, if you want to save us from such a fate when we return in Ugh. three weeks you can become a patron over on patreon.com slash glhf magic and guess what we'd love to have you yes we would um we just instituted a brand new patreon tier system go over there check it out brand new fresh for 2024 um and you, you get puns starting at five bucks a month five bucks gets you a pun wow what a deal. I mean, I would pay way more for a pun if I'm being honest with you. Oh. Um, by the way, our listener RR, who had a great pun last episode, wrote in even to say that they really liked their pun. Oh, my goodness. And I'm just like, I'm so that was happy. a really good pun. Yeah. Um, you can have that same sort of pun experience at $5 a month or more. <laughs> or a different pun experience where your pun is bad. Yeah, it could happen. Just want to be honest with you. Yeah. we Could we, go either way. We don't know before it comes out of our mouths, quite honestly. Uh, but yes, you can become a patron. $2 is our tip jar level. Get Gets you access to our awesome Discord server. $5 gets you early episode access, including our Commander episodes. $10 lets you influence what we do in those Commander episodes and gets you downloadable uh, Good Luck High Five wallpaper. Yes. And my favorite tier is 20 or more, which uh, gets you an extended length episode. Wow. Which um, we've been having a lot of fun with those yep. uh, so far. So <laughs> I'm just delighted at making them for you. So thank you, everybody who's a producer or higher. I just learned last like last secret episode, yeah, I yeah, I learned about a fear of Maria's yes. that I didn't know about. Yes, I so. have a couple irrational fears, and I talked about one of them. Yep, it, the answer mm. may shock you. New, <laughs> new info for me. But yeah, even if you start now, you can listen to the back uh, catalog that we have too. Um, so even if you're a later patron or excuse me, Patreon producer, you can go back and hear all of the extra stuff because it's on the ends of those episodes. Nice. Yeah. It unlocks for you like a little key, uh, which is pretty cool. So check it out. Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you as well to our sponsor, Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. The place to go if you're buying boosters, if you're buying boxes, if you're buying singles. Absolutely. You know, whatever it is that you're getting. If you even want to sell some of your cards and turn it into store credit, to make new cards. Yes. You don't need a magical machine that takes old cards that you don't want anymore and turns them into cards you actually want. Card Kingdom is that magical machine. It sounds like Susian, you know? <laughs> like uh, the, the machine the Sneetches went in to yeah. get the stamps put on their belly or taken off. That's like what Card Kingdom does for you. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. And they the stamp, the star, stamp you or the star belly is the card you want. Yeah. And, and then take, you see, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is de devolving. You know, Card Kingdom, the Susie and Sneech machine. <laughs>
There you yes. go. Another perfect tagline oh, for what Card a great Kingdom. T- tagline for Card Kingdom. Check them out. Get a box of Ravnica Remastered or whatever you want to play with your friends. Get yourself some shiny commander singles. We're not the boss of you. You're the boss of you. Oh, man, Maria, do you want to have a brief anecdote about shiny commander singles? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, this is... <laughs> because you were yeah. here for this. This is you incredible. Know, we have a we have a commander game coming out at the end of the month. Yep. Uh, where I play Narset and Lighten Master. And we, we talked about it some on Commander Court last episode. Yep. And, you know, once again, like, not to, not to spoil anything, but I just feel like I have to address this. Okay. Obviously... Most commander decks have soul ring in them. Yeah. Since we were playing with four players, we did all have soul rings in our deck. And way back in the day when Kaladesh first came out, mm-hmm. um, I opened a Kaladesh invention soul ring. You sure did. I remember the moment. Yes, exactly. It was at a hotel it was draft. A hotel lobby draft. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, during a Grand Prix. Yep. And, you know, I opened it. And in my mind, I thought that I had sold it way back in the day, right? It was about $100 at the time. Oh, in my mind, you still had it. See, in my <laughs> mind, I had sold it, but it turns out that I had not. It was just in the back of my binder. Yeah. Uh, and so when I found my binder to get out some of the cards that I was using for this Narset deck, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny? Like, I should put this like $100 Absolutely. beautiful invention soaring in it's my deck. gorgeous. Right? Because that's like not something that it. you're... I do like some aesthetic stuff. Like, I got the pretty Quintorius, yeah, which we talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I was like, this is like outside of the realm of stuff that I would buy. Right. But I, I just happen to still have it. So I'm going to put it put in the deck. Put it in the deck. And and I play with it. And it's in the video. It's in the video. You, you can, can see, see it. it. It's beautiful. It's like fully. It's like if King Midas had made a magic card, that's what it would look like. It's gorgeous. Um, and last night when we were at Lodestone, yeah. we were like looking through some of their singles there, you know. Yes, as you do. Yes. And there were like some cool older soul rings there. And there were some inventions. And I was like, you know what? Just based on this, I am like curious. They were like, you know, 125 bucks. Exactly. For some of these soul rings. And I was like, I wonder what mine actually is. Like, it's probably still about around 100, which is what it was back in the day. (laughs) Friends and listeners. Oh, it was not a hundred dollars. No, it sure wasn't. It's not a hundred dollars. Megan looked it up on her phone, turns to me and goes, how much do you think this <laughs> is worth? And I'm like, I don't know. Two hundred dollars. The look on my face. You knew that it, it had appreciated yes. to some extent. So I said two hundred. And I was like, Abs- absolutely not. And I was like, what? Like, and I was no, like, it's not it. Three hundred. No, still not. And it. And then I was like, well, OK, this seems impossible. Five hundred. No, Maria. It was more. It's like $700. $700. So Megan in our commander game is there shuffling. I riffle. To be clear, riffle, I riffle shuffled this deck. The $700 card. <laughs> Unknowingly. Single sleeved. Single sleeved. Run around. Doing yeah, whatever. So a power move right there. I just also wanted it's to acknowledge it before people move. watch that video and they're like, oh my God, is Megan just like the biggest freaking, it was like a high roller with her commander deck over here, just like dunking on people with yeah, this card. Yeah, with this soul ring, and 700 like, bucks. Just so you know, when I was playing that card, I was like, haha, isn't it funny? I put this $100 card that I happen to have uh, in my deck. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I was beautiful. like, I was like, oh, I needed a deck box last night. And so like that deck is just sitting at home not even it's sleeve but it's like not even in a deck box it's just like it's just sitting, sitting in there. my dining room beautiful i mean so i went home and i like looked at it and you know what doesn't look any worse it, it still looks pristine oh yeah i mean it's only had one outing exactly one out ever and the draft we played which is like also in that unsleeved like not to like to brag maybe one of the most pristine invention soul rings out there because like i said i literally opened this card yep 
put it in my binder and forgot forgot about about it it. for six years or whatever. Uh, Yeah. So it's just been in there and it's been in one commander game. That's, I mean, that's how you got to do it. Put it in the closet and forget about it. Forget about it. And then remember seven years later. There you go. That's my story of. (laughs) So what are you going to, what are you going to do with it now? Are you going to keep it or are you going to sell it? Or are you going to put it in another deck? Um, who, who knows? I don't know what to do with this kind of surprise ring, wealth ring, in my ring, life. Ring. Oh, sorry. Somebody's calling me. Hello. Yeah. Oh, it's Post Malone. <laughs> <laughs> he called me on my he notepad. Called on your notepad. Can you believe that? He's just so famous. Yeah, he can call you He doesn't you even whatever. need a phone <laughs> to reach you. <laughs> oh, Post Malone's ringing me on this booster pack. Hello? <laughs> It's time to get remastered with Ravnica. All right, Maria, we're looking here at my draft deck from yes. last night. Yes. Which is Simic. Yep. Um, I have to say that, like, we talked about this. I really wanted to be Is It. Um, my first two picks were like beautiful, were beautiful, beautiful Is It cards. I had oh, Homing Lightning. Oh, yeah. Um, and Gutter Snipe. Gutter and snipe. I was like, I'm ready to do this. Oh, like, gee. let's go. Or And maybe like one of my first three was also like compulsive research. Sure. Was maybe two and then gutter snipe was three or whatever. Um, but then it became obvious to me that my seat was not red. Yeah. It was definitely. And I felt very, I did feel very good about this in one aspect, which is that I felt felt like I was reading my seat correctly. Great. I like wheeled a bunch of like green blue cards all the like again and again, which was very nice. Um, I got this beautiful shark to crab. Uh, shark to crab. Um, I just got some really nice late picks for this deck. Well, this deck looks very nice laid out. It looks like it would be a very good deck. Yeah. Um, before I ask you how it did and mm-hmm. uh, some standout stuff for you, uh, we went and played this. Um, I was surprised how many people were at the event. Yeah. Which w- was a lot uh, for a remastered set, which they te- technically tend to be like, you know, smaller uh, turnout events because they're mm-hmm. not new new cards, quote unquote. Um, how was your experience coming to the store and sitting down and doing an IRL draft? Oh, it was so great. I mean, it's been a while. I had so much fun. Yeah, it was It was just wonderful. Like we mentioned yeah. before, lots of lovely people. Was it weird to be sitting there in playing in pod again in that like, oh my goodness. arena or whatever? I loved it. Do you know what? It made me remember, like, I love pod play. Yes. Like, it's just it's just nicer. Yes, it is. It's nicer. You can, like, keep the cards in your head that you saw go around the table. Exactly. There's, like, the power level of decks tend to be not so divergent. Right. Because you all kind of had access to the same power level. Like, everyone at our table agreed that our table felt kind of weird. Yeah. Um, all three people that I talked to were like, yeah, that, we had kind of a tough table. Yeah. Like, there was there were some weird signals going around. There were some weird cards going around. It was a little bit hard to read. And what was it like seeing these cards that you have played with in the past throughout the, our Ravnica lives? I loved every single yeah. one of them. <laughs> It made me so happy seeing Shark to Crab again. Oh, Shark to Crab. Oh, I love Shark to Crab. I, you know, he's just the best. So we started playing Magic in 2012 with Return to Ravnica. Yes. So Ravnica is our very first plane. Our first draft ever was Return to Ravnica. And a lot of our, those Return to Ravnica cards were in this Ravnica remastered set. Yep. So we're seeing them again in a draft oh. for the first time. Cloudfin Raptor. Oh, yeah. Hello, friend. That card's like, great. Great card. Um, so talk to me about how you felt this deck performed. Um, so I ended up going 2-1. Excellent. With this. I will say that the two matches that I won were 2-0, like 
very decisive. Was, they were decisive games. Yes. Um, I like got my early flyers out. I had this Cloudfin Raptor Terramander Night Veil Sprite. Oh yeah, great cards. And right, exactly. And I just kind of like beat people down with invasive creatures. As you can see, I also have two Stilhana Ledge Walkers. Oh, I'm so jealous. This is one in a green for a one-one that has hexproof. And it can only be blocked by creatures with flying. So it's better flying because creatures with reach cannot block it. Have you seen the Silhana Ledgewalker, by the way? The one with oh. the new the new old border. Yes. <laughs> it looks so good. The retro frame. Yeah. Oh, she's beautiful. It's great. And then you have so two I wasn't, coiling oracles too. Oh, I love it's a great card. I mean, Coiling Oracle is like, again, let me tell you that I like put it like I cast it once and someone was like I did whatever it said, and they were like, "That they were like, can I read that? Because <laughs> yeah, it has yeah, this feeling like, of like that yeah, can't that... be right. It's it common in this set. It does that. Um, and I wield one of these. You also have which a is what I'm saying about like border being, on that. Yeah, uh, coiling oracle is a green blue for a one one, and it says when it enters the battlefield, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land card, put it onto the battlefield. <laughs> Not tapped. Nope. It says put it Just onto put the it. battlefield. Period. Put one land. Um, otherwise, put that card into your hand. Great. And it's just like, it says draw a card or the best ramp available. Absolutely. Like literally the best kind of ramp that you can have. Oh. Untapped. Untapped. Absolutely absurd. Go. That card is, that card is busted. And you've got kind of what I would describe as lower power level creatures on the whole because yes. you don't have a lot of heavy hitters at your top end, but you didn't really need that. Yeah, Because you exactly. were kind of doing some boggle shenanigans with this ledge walker. So I wheeled the first ledge walker. Um, and so I was just like, do you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I picked up this Moldervine cloak, which gives plus three, plus three for three. Great. I picked up even better this Wormweaver coil. This is four green, green enchanted creature gets plus six, plus six. <laughs> right. And like, yes. Do you know what? Like that is that's multiple games. That's just what I did. I Get put boggled. this on a creature and my opponent's like, yeah, I just I'm just going to die to that. Can't and do you know this. what? Do, then they do, did. Do, do. <laughs> Um, I also had a forced adaptation, which is at the beginning of your upkeep, put a plus one, plus one counter on enchanted creature. Yeah. So like, I just did the boggle thing. You did the boggle thing. And it was great. Uh, The match that I lost, I was telling Maria, my opponent basically just like vomited two Two drops for two. Uh, And do you know, my deck, while excellent, uh, if it does not come together, can in fact not beat four two twos for two. Yeah. It can't do it. I mean, I think the point here that you've said now and looking at your deck is that once again, you have to be worried about aggressive starts in this format and having good creatures at lower power levels and excuse me, mana costs is important. Yeah. That's my observation from this one draft we did, which is not a large sample size, but whatever. Yeah. I could have used just like a little bit more interaction that would account for people having like multiple yeah bigger creatures on the board yes (laughs) because i was trying to tempo them uh and i just got like do you know what all those tutus just out tempoed me because they had more power than my stuff there was a deck that i played in my third round uh no my second round excuse me uh this person was playing a red white deck they had even switched over they had previously been playing uh is it and they played uh, a bunch of cards that make goblins, so a bunch of 1-1 creators. And then there is a card in the set called Dogpile, which deals damage to, I want to, 
make sure it's not just a whatever. Um, I didn't actually know this card first. It deals damage to any target, yeah, equal to the number of attacking creatures you control. Wow. It's three and a red. And so they were able to create a massive army of goblins and then just cast a dog pile to, like, finish me off. Wow. Dog pile to the face. Um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and also active trees and all that kind of stuff. So you've got to be careful in this format because mm-hmm. the Dogpile deck is a, is a real deck. I can attest to that. All right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, did you have any moments of uh, nostalgia looking back and drafting and playing with these cards? Oh, my goodness. I mean, for one, just seeing the card totally lost, which you see I have a copy of here in my deck. And it's I love the yes, old border on this. Yes, the old border on it. It's really good. Uh, this is an iconic instant from Return to Ravnica. <laughs> I because it's homunculus, it has fibble thip on it. Iconic. Uh, four in a blue instant put target non-land permanent on top of its owner's library, right? And it's just like, oh, I like this card. It just like I had that moment of being like, yes, I remember the first instance of fibble thip. Oh, this was fibble thip's debut. Yes, uh, and so I think that was one of my favorite moments. I also saw, I would obviously. Part of me wanted to be Celestia, which was like oh, my yeah. original, Your original guild, like Return to Ravnica guild. Uh, but I didn't see until much later in the draft. It wasn't until like pack three that I saw a first call of the Conclave, oh, which is the real card that's so like B in Celestia. Good, which is green white sorcery make a three three centaur. I mean, it's there good. Was, I saw three of them in my pod. So oh, if I had done, if I had seen maybe that, I should have been green. But like white. seeing like that and eyes in the skies and some of the oh, other populate cards for me, eyes in the skies is like oh. That, yes. that one makes a bird and then populates for four, three and a white. I just, I loved it. What a great you know, set. Seeing those, that for me was like some of the real moments of nostalgia was seeing some of those like Celestia cards that I yeah. so identify with the first time that I played Magic back in the day. Oh, what a cool experience. Yeah. I had a similar experience playing this set too. Uh, I was past a Rootborn Defenses. Um, oh. Do you remember this card? <laughs> Do, do I ever? <laughs> do it a white. <laughs> um, so in Return to Ravnica, oh yeah, it was still common in Return to Ravnica. Um, I was just checking. Uh, it's two and a white for an instant. Populate. Creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. And this card was really special to me because in one of my very first drafts I ever did, it was like I had a level up moment with it. I realized that I could create an additional blocker and eat their creature because my creatures were indestructible in combat. And I remember just thinking, oh my God, that can't be how this works. That's way too good. And then I did it and I was like, it was like my great, my brain grew three sizes in that moment, understanding how combat tricks work. Arguably that card was way too good. Yes. You're right. Do you know what? You're right. It was (laughs) way good. (laughs) Very, very good. So when I got past to it, I swear to God, I had a tear come into my eye. I was like, Rootborn defenses. Hey, buddy. Hi, friend. I missed you. <laughs> uh, so that was the level that I was at last night. So, uh, I drafted a gruel deck, everybody. Oh. Uh, can you believe it? I did it. Uh, w- uh, featuring cards like Rhythm of the Wild. I mean, this card, I remember this went around. I want to say this was like pick four or five I saw in my pod. Yeah. It, it can't have been that that late. Otherwise, I think I would have taken it as a sign. Sure. But like I saw it and I was like, oh, this like rhythm of the wild. What a card. It's what a one card. red green for an enchantment. Creature spells you control can't be countered. Non-token creatures you control have riot, which is they enter the battlefield with your choice of a plus one plus one counter or haste. Right. 
just a an absolute wrecking. <laughs> and like this is the kind of deck I was already drafting because I was I saw multiple copies of Sunder Shaman going around the table, which Jeez. is a five five for four mana. Yep. That only one thing can block it. And I'm like, wait a second, why so are these good. going around? And so I I shifted over into Gruel. I got a Rakdos Pit Dragon, which is a three three flyer. I had two copies of Rampaging Rendhorn, which is the Riot four four. So it can oh, be yeah. a five five or a four four with Ace. And a lot of times. I got a double riot because Ugh. of Rhythm of the Wild with this double bad boy. Riot. Um, yeah, there's my other uh, Rentorn. So, so three Sunder Shamans ended up in my deck. Absolutely absurd. Which is pretty wild. Um, yeah. I also drafted every single guild gate, it appeared. People at my table <laughs> were like, where's all the gates? And I'm like, that's Maria's because like, I took uh, so many of them. How many is that already? Four? Four. Here's another Sunder Shaman. Um, five, six. Oh my goodness. <laughs> seven. Seven guild gates in my deck. Uh, so I splashed for Dreadbore and Putrefy, two excellent I mean, removal as spells. As you should. Very good. Had a homing lightning as well, like you did. Um, and then I have a Ralzeric that I also was able to splash yeah. for for free because Gorgeous. of all of my guild gates. And he's the beautiful anime Ralzeric. You literally have five. You have Rakdos Guildgate, like five kinds. Yeah. One, two, three, four, seven total. Two Rakdos, two is it Golgari Simic Gruel. Nice. Very nice. Um, so I was like, yeah, here I am playing all of my gates and I can just be, I don't have to splash in real life. I only splash in gate life. So um, <laughs> I splash for Ral, splash for Dreadbore and Putrefy. Um, I had a Golgari Signet as well to help me with that. But um, yeah, I, it was really fun. The thing I was missing was there was no uh, gate payoffs. I don't that I yeah. didn't see. I don't know if they're in the set or not, and that made me a little bit sad because I feel like if you're if you're we're printing a big gate format, like let's do gates in it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like let's just let's play Gatebreaker Ram, okay? Um, oh. So I didn't see any gate payoffs if yeah. they existed. But uh, the problem with this deck is, does everybody guess what its record is? From its energy, <laughs> so it's an 03 deck. I didn't win. Wow, this does not look like an 03 deck. Yeah, the problem is it was just too slow. My gates made it even slower than it would have been because they're coming into play tapped. Uh, and then my two drop creatures just were not enough to hold off uh, other people who understood the assignment and played more uh, <laughs> more beefy two drops. Yeah. Uh, and by the time I was able to cast my Sunder Shamans, well, maybe it was turn five because of my guild gates. Wow. It was just too yep. late in the game to get back into it. So that was a little bit sad, but I had a great time playing it regardless. All of my opponents were excellent. And uh, the deck, when it did come together, I didn't like lose every game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was very fun. Um, never got to cast Ral, though. Gotta oh, say. Oh, I'm sorry. Look at no, that guy. No Ral for me. You know, that, like I said, that's surprising to me. But I did talk with two of my different opponents yeah. last night at this event about how much faster formats have gotten. Yes. And uh, how much more I... I draft two drops than I used to. Yeah. Which is entirely taught by the most recent draft formats. Were they like, oh, yeah, you're right. They totally are. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they both agreed. Uh, and I was thinking about how back in the day, it kind of was like this rule of thumb where it's like, oh, you want like seven or eight creatures between two and three. And it's like, now you need that many between like one and two. Yeah, it's it's shifted down for sure it has. Yeah. Interesting. Which is, yeah fascinating to me and right it's like it's so wild to me that this deck is still too slow because you have arboreal grazer one which is like a yep. ramp card yep and then you have one between that one two three four five six 
cards that are three mana or less. Yes. And that's creatures. And then you also have like some other removal and stuff in there. Yeah. So it's not like you don't have stuff to do in the early game. Yeah. Really bizarre. Um, but it truly is, uh, I think, a sign of drop. like, yeah, the way not only formats have shifted, but I think that like players players like attitudes and perspectives on the sure, draft format. Sure, and that can affect what yeah. happens in the in your pod. Absolutely. Everybody out there, if you have a chance to go and play this, I highly recommend it. Oh, it was so much fun. It was a really good time. I mean, we are huge fans of Ravnica, and we've got a Ravnican set coming up here in a hot minute, but it's not a guild set. So yeah. if you really want to draft a fun guild, if you're like, I love Rakdos, which is me, I would love to draft a Rakdos deck. Somebody who's dressed up as Massacre Girl, too, yeah. at our event was so cool. Um, yeah, go out and try and rep your guild, like, before you can't do it in Murders in Carlisle. Exactly. <laughs> All right, at least one of us won some packs at the event, <laughs> and uh, we're going to play a game of Pick, yeah. Lick, or Flick with one of our Ravnica Remastered packs. Here we go. Where we decide if we will pick the card, lick the card, or flick the card. It, the, the rules are in the name. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. We're going to pick three randos All from right. here. We have Merfolk of the Depths. This is a four hybrid green blue, hybrid green blue for a four two flash. I've got a Conclave Cavalier, which oh. is a great card. Green, green, white, white for a four four centaur knight with vigilance. And when it dies, create two, two, two green and white elf knight creature tokens with vigilance. Absolutely absurd. So good. <laughs> Ooh, but we also have Azorius Justicier. This is two white, white for a two, two. When it enters the battlefield, detain up to two target creatures your opponent's control until your next turn those creatures can't attack or block and their activated abilities can't be activated do you remember detain how yeah. could you forget i remember i was detained a couple times uh last night and i was like my opponent was like because <laughs> i went to tap it and they're like no 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 it's just detained and i'm like oh yeah that's right there is no reminder in yeah. any way shape detain or form was just like that it happened it happened <laughs> Now remember. <laughs> now remember that it happened until your opponent's next turn. And so I was marking it with uh, dice, but they said, oh, it's not like a stun counter, remember? And I'm like, yeah. wow, that just made it so clear in my mind that we have actually fixed detain. Yes. And it is now stun it counters. It is now stun counters. Because it's like, why do you? Why are you putting that all in my brain? I'm trying to win a game of magic. Anyway. Uh, all right. I, oh, this is tough because... I am a big fan of both Azorius Justicier and Conclave Cavalier. Absolutely, I think, sorry, Merfolk of the Depths. Yeah, Merfolk of the Depths is getting flicked, flicked for sure. Flicked big yeah. time. Ooh, okay. All right, say this is pack one, pick one, and like these are your choices. Because these are my two cards. Like pretend the rest of the pack is just hot garbo and you have to pick one of those two. What wow. are you doing? Pack one, pick one. I mean, probably, oh, I'm picking Conclave Cavalier. Yeah! Gotta do it. Four, four, for four, that with vigilance that creates two, two, twos when it dies. Yes. That card's absurd. I am also picking Conclave Cavalier. I don't care. Forcing uh, yeah. Celestia. I mean, like, I yeah, we love it. We're forcing it. We're going. And do you know what? This just this year, they've got a lot. Like, they're looking good. All right. We lick that card. Lick. Licked. Nice. All right. <laughs> Excellent choices. Uh, the next choice is we've got Rubble Belt Maka. Oh, I remember this guy. This is a cat. Three and a red for a 3-3 three, three with Blood Rush, which is a single red mana. Discard Rabble, Rubble Belt Maka. Target attacking creature gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. That was Gruul's. Uh, yes. That was Gruul's thing in the first uh, Ravnica that we played. Here's another one. Oh, great one. This card. Boros Elite. Single white for a 1-1 battalion whenever 
Boros Elite and at least two other creatures attack, it gets plus two plus two until end of turn. So I had an opponent play up. that again against me and I, I became mean, quickly yes. terrified. Ooh, and Etherplasm. Two blue blue for an illusion. When it blocks a creature, you may return it to its owner's hand. If you do, you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield, blocking that creature. So it's a one one <laughs> for two blue blue. But you have to watch out. Yeah, it could become it could become something, something very different. Huge. That's cool. Wow. I kind of love that. That's a, that's a tricksy little card, but you've got to have cards in your deck that you will have in your hand yeah, exactly. that are big. That's tough. Uh, but it is like the kind of dumb shenanigans that oh, I want yeah. to do. Oh, yeah. It's shenanigans.com. Like, maybe we go different directions on this one because I'm I'm picking this and I'm going to do something. Like, I'm going to try and build around this yeah. goofy card. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick Boros Elite. Of course you are. I loved Boros. Um, I had a Boros shirt back in the day, in fact, before I really recognize that I should be at Rakdos. Um, oh, yeah. And if you play with uh, Boros Elite, you can play cards like uh, Sky Knight Legionnaire, which is a hasty 2-2 flyer for three. Oh, yeah. Card's incredible. So good. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to pick the Boros Elite. Well, Maria, you're in a tough spot because I get to lick this Boros I Elite. Know. But now either you have to, <laughs> you have to lick this, <laughs> lick this like ether tentacle situation or this six-eyed cat. <laughs> So go for it. Oh, God. I guess I'm going to lick the cat like its mother. I'm yeah. going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say like that's a normal thing. Once yeah. I saw my sister do it. No. She licked the cat when we were kids. Okay. This wasn't yesterday. <laughs> but I was like, Bridget, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm just bathing it like its mother would. And I was like, wow, you are going to get sick and die. <laughs> <laughs> don't but what you can do is you can take a toothbrush and wet it and uh, use that oh, to pet yeah. its head and apparently that feels like its mom is licking it that's cute isn't that cute so that's what i'm gonna do to rub about maka i'm not gonna use my human tongue oh sorry plasm you're getting flicked <laughs> all right we've got Keymaster rogue three and a blue for a three two can't be blocked when it enters the battlefield return a creature you control to its owner's hand i'm into it love anything that can't be blocked oh <laughs> What is it? Oh boy, everybody! We've got a goblin shrine. Wow, Yay. it's so beautiful, and it's in its uh, antique, antique. Antique? Nope. <laughs> We're calling these antique from now on. It's in its antique frame. It's in the antique border. <laughs> it looks really good. It does look really good. Wow, that's beautiful. And then I've got a Tin Street Dodger here. Uh, this is a one-one for a single red haste. Red, it can't be blocked this turn except by creatures with Defender. Wow. There you go. Okay. Wow. Oh, so, this God the Shrine is really beautiful. Yeah, you're looking at a cool $37 wow. right now for that bad All boy. Right. Very cool. Um, I'm definitely picking the God the Shrine. Wow. <laughs> I want $37. Fair enough. Do you know what? I'll 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 make the principal stand. Okay, principal stand. And take Hello, I'm principal stand. <laughs> I'll take the Keymaster Rogue. Okay, Again, yeah. Again, me some shenanigans. really good. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to lick this Godless Shrine for absolutely, sure. Absolutely. Flick this Dodger. Yeah, flicking the Dodger. Even though somebody played the Dodger against me, it was the person who was playing yeah. that Goblin deck, oh, and yeah. it was good enough. Uh, <laughs> the Keymaster Rogue, I love that card. Just getting licked from me, but ooh, nice nice pull here yeah. in this Godless Shrine. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one. Here we go. All right. Uh, we've got Disembowel. 
This is X black for an instant destroy target creature with mana value X. And I've got Morning Thrall, which is 1-1 one, one for uh, you pay one in a hybrid white black for a thrall with flying. Whenever Morning Thrall deals damage, you gain that much life. Oh, and then we've got, ooh, Goblin Electromancer. Oh, what a card. This is blue and a red for a 2-2 two, two instant and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast. Uh, Maria. <sighs> You're up first this Jeez, time. Jeez, this is tough. I don't no, really want to pay that for disembowel. I understand yeah. that you might need something like that in the game, but it's just too much money for me. Um, <laughs> I, I really kind of felt a pull towards Orzhov in my seat, and maybe that's what I should have oh. done. But I like it because there's extort in this set. Yes, extort. Oh, an if you, excellent mechanic. If you played the extort deck. You loved it. Which, uh, whenever you cast a spell, you can pay an extra one, and if you do, it drains your opponent for one, uh, and you gain a life. Um, so I'm going to pick Morning Thrall because I just want to try it. Because um, I miss it. Yeah, I'm gonna pick this Goblin Electromancer card. So that's like right. Like I said, I wanted to be is it. <laughs> I wanted to be is it. This card is sick. Yeah, that's, I love it. That, that's great. I'm gonna. I don't know if I want to lick somebody called an Electromancer because I might get electrocuted. Yeah, that's so fair. I'm just gonna lick the. No, I'm not gonna lick a disembowel. That sounds even worse. Do you know what? I'm gonna lick the disembowel after looking at this thrill. <laughs> Look, disembowel they haven't been disemboweled yet. yet. So you're so getting a pre you're getting a pre disembowelment lick. <laughs> lick in there. Truly in life isn't every lick you give a pre disembowelment lick. If you really think about it. No, because that implies that there's going to be a post disembowelment and well, I would rather you, there not be. You never know. <laughs> What are your last two cards? Ooh, we've got another Arboreal Grazer. Uh, I actually have a funny story about this one. It's Orzov Euthanist for two and a black. It's a 2-2 human assassin. When it enters the battlefield, it has Haunt. Uh, oh, yeah. When this creature dies, exile it, haunting target creature. When it enters the battlefield or the creature it haunts dies, destroy target creature that was dealt damage this turn. Um, my last round opponent had also like the Orzov bat that has the that has uh, gain two, drain two, and haunt. And he casts it and he goes, okay, gain two, drain two. It has haunt. And he was like, I don't really know how that works. And I was like, me neither. <laughs> if it comes up, we'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Calling Judge Rob. Do, 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 do. We got there on Haunt, but it was it was just very funny that we both just had this mutual moment of yeah, like, like Haunt. Who knows? Mm. If it happens, then we'll make sure it happens correctly. It's a pretty <laughs> funny named mechanic, I think. Yeah. To be like, I'm haunting you. <laughs> That's humorous to me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, good pack for you. Good pack. Yeah. Uh nice. Oh, nice pull with this godless shrine. Feeling good about it. Well, everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and having a Ravnica remastered good time. Oh, what what a fun set. I really yeah. I really cannot stress like what a lovely time I just had making it out to the LGS and getting a draft in. Yeah, for sure. It was Yeah. Draft paper draft and can't beat it. Can't beat pop play. Lovely time. Can't beat Ravnica. Lovely opponents. Two thumbs up, man. Do you remember at the beginning of the year, I made my prediction, my yearly, my prediction for everything for each set. And I said Ravnica Remastered was going to be one of the all-time great draft formats. Oh, yeah, you did. So we, I don't know if that's true or not yet, but you're all going to have to keep yeah. me honest. Did I, was my prediction true? You know, when you yeah. go out and play it. So it sure feels good. Let us know because I think it, it's, it was really sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go to your LGS, check it out, get yourself a box from Card Kingdom. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who helps us create this show every single week. We could 
absolutely not do it without you. Really and truly could not. So please become a patron. Uh, Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic will give you a pun shout out. You get early access episode release. You get longer episodes. Whatever you want, there's a choice for you over on Patreon. So go and check it out. And uh, we'd like to say thank you to everybody who supports us at our highest tier or above uh, our Patreon producers. Thank you to Ollie. Thank you to Gamelandia in Palo Alto. Thank you to Thomas. Thank you to Manuel. Thank you to Christian. Thanks, Dimitri. Thanks, Dr. Unks. Thank you to Matthew and Jenny. Thanks, Robert. Thank you to Martin. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you to Mark. Thank you, Chuck. Hey, hey, Anne. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mike. (laughs) Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Kay. Thanks to Justin. Thank you, Adam. And thank you to Rick. Um, so if you want to get a special thank you, become a Patreon producer uh, and we'll give you a shout out. And thanks once again, of course, to Card Kingdom. Um, if you have any sweet Ravnica remastered sh- stories, please share them with us. We would love to know how your drafts are going or how your sealed event went. Um, just to help us walk down memory lane just a little bit longer. You know, I'm, I'm picturing memory line, lane lined with um, lilacs. That's what I want. It would be nice. It would smell nice. It would. Uh, Everybody who's a Patreon producer, hang around. We've got more episodes for you. Everybody else, have a great week. Bye.